This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Street. Now, is this the one the Foo Fighters we did, Lewis? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, they did this one, Baker Street. But Jerry Rafferty is, he was so good. I think he's dead a long time now, but it's a great song. And, uh, Johnson, as I said earlier, if you ever want me to take you seriously, you cannot be throwing beef jerky in your mouth and then be talking to me, like, seriously about Larry Trump. I just... You, have, you, just, you don't look credible when you're doing that. Well, either. that's why I gave you a printed out article. I, f- I figured that might do a better job in convincing you. Yeah, probably that was, so. That was real news. So. I'm watching again at the corner of my eye. I see these jerk-offs at CNN. And again, they got this camera out there waiting for my friend Donald Trump to go to court. It's a big day for my friend Trump because they've got court hearings going on just about the same time in New York and Georgia. And that brings me to my next guest, who I love dearly. She has been so good to me. But it's above and beyond that. She's just... She's got it all. She's brilliant. She's beautiful. She's a great American. She's going to be the co-chair of the RNC. <laughs> She's my friend, Lara Trump. Lara, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Can we say that again? I'm going to record it. I'm going to text it to Eric Trump so he can hear that. That was such a nice intro. Said so thank you very much. Well, it's all true. You know I don't lie. I'm very <laughs> genuine. But something tells me that Eric told you all those things just last night, Valentine's Day. It was a very special evening, yes. I hope everyone had a happy Valentine's Day. I'm a lucky lady, and I had a husband who gave me a beautiful bouquet of roses and for my daughter, got flowers for her daughter, too. Aww. It was so nice. Yeah, how old is your little girl now? She's four years old, so she's. So we're starting her early. I, I, Eric's ruining her for whoever her future husband I was gonna is. Say, I'm sorry already. I was going <laughs> to say, cause, uh, I was fighting with my daughter Ava a couple of days ago, and I think at one point during the fight, she's 19, I think I called her spoiled. And then I, and then I yelled at myself. I said, well, I did this to you, so. <laughs> you only ready. have one person to blame. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I also, after I said all those beautiful, nice things about you, which, again, is all true, I said uh, the next RNC co-chair, Michael Watley and Larry Trump, is that going to happen? Well, we'll see what the committee members decide. Obviously, we have a pretty strong endorsement from who I would argue is the most important person in the Republican Party, Donald J. Trump, I believe our next president of the United States. Um, And, you know, it's it's interesting because you can't win elections. You cannot win, uh, you know, as a Republican without the help of the RNC. And what I think people have seen in the past is that the campaign and the RNC are kind of two separate entities who work towards the same goal. And what Donald Trump wants to do is he wants to combine those teams. He wants to say enough of two separate things. We're all in, all together, going hard for November 5th. Because, I mean, Sid, we can all look around and say that this is a must-win election. We will not have a country on the other end of this if Joe Biden and the Democrats get their way. So I think he picked the team he wants. We'll see what the committee members decide and how they vote. What does that mean, uh, and I want to move off this and get to your father-in-law, but 
If, in fact, the committee votes uh, yes and uh, Watley becomes the chair, you become the co-chair, I don't know the answer to this. What, what, is that, what does that mean for you on a daily basis? What does that job entail, basically? Well, listen, I think that at this point what it will require, and, and I think my goals if I you know, am elected to this position, will be to reestablish the, the American people's faith in this organization because, look, the truth is right now I think people are hesitant to donate to the RNC. I don't know that they fully feel like that the RNC is supportive of Donald Trump. Uh, they certainly have been in the past, but I think people need to really understand that every penny that you donate to this organization will go to Donald Trump, will go to, you know, expanding our lead in the House and hopefully taking over the United States Senate come November 5th of this year. And so my goals over the next nine and a half months or so will be to do just that, to make sure that we are taking every single penny and putting it where it needs to go. Um, so that's what day-to-day my goals will be, and, and there are a lot of different ways you can do that. But listen, we like I said, we can't win without the RNC. We need to be a cohesive unit here, a team marching forward because we have a country to save Sid and we have no time to waste. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today. 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabolaw, where winning is no accident. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I just had Bill O'Reilly on moments ago, and we had this uh, special election here in New York, and uh, I endorsed Mozzie Pillip because she's a Republican. I like a nice lady. I never thought she was going to win, and she didn't, you know. And I know that uh, she kind of pissed off your father-in-law a little bit, and and she was wrong. I mean, the truth is, if you want to win any Republican race, it's in your best interest to endorse Donald Trump enthusiastically. She didn't do that. And uh, so your father-in-law had some choice words, you know. But the discussion I just had with Bill O'Reilly was, look, George Santos, Lara, they kicked him out, okay? And uh, they should have, uh, according to what the ethics committee said. Even though I like George, they should have. Yet, on the Democrat side, you've got Bob Menendez, who did a heck of a lot worse than George Santos. And even though a couple of Democrats have come out and said bad things about him, like Cory Booker, he's still there. They're not kicking him out. So the point is, the Democrats have some really unsavory people but they stick together. The Republicans, they kill each other. That's got to stop, yes? Oh, it's got to stop, and I would argue that it has to stop first and foremost with Nikki Haley. This is an individual who has no path to victory on the Republican nomination. She will not become the Republican nominee, and yet there she is taking donor money, going out there trashing the Republican nominee. It is time right now to all galvanize our support behind Donald Trump. 
put that money and that energy behind Donald Trump. We've got to take this election seriously, and we do need to be a cohesive unit. You are exactly right, Sid. For as crazy as they are on the left, there is one thing that they do very well. They all go in together, and they they pull their crazy together. We need to start taking some notes on the Republican side and doing the exact same thing. I would like to see Nikki Haley drop out of the race, stop wasting time, stop wasting money and energy, endorse Donald Trump, and let's all go together towards November 5th. Let's fight this fight hand in hand and step by step. We need to win this election. So you're right. We need to come together. We all need to be supportive of one another. That is one page I will take from the Democrats. Just about everything else is a hard no. (laughs) Hard no. Uh, And you're right about Nikki. I mean, I can't stand her at this point. I, I, uh, I feel about as strongly as Nikki as I do about Biden. That's how much I dislike her. And I didn't like her when she stabbed your father-in-law in the back in the first place and walked out on him. But this campaign has really been disgraceful. She's basically been the female version of Chris Christie. Go out there every day and bash your father-in-law, who was very kind to give her a job, and she loved him. And then uh, now she's turned into this. And, look, DeSantis called it quits after Iowa. So did Vivek. I'm not even going to talk about Christy. That was a waste of time. But she's sticking around, like you said. And she's embarrassing herself and making it more difficult on the party. South Carolina is still a week away. She's down 36 points in the polls. Do you know, Lara, she's down as much as 70 points in at least two states on Super Tuesday? So there's still a chance she may bow out. I don't know if she will, but how much more embarrassing does it have to get? Well, that's a great question. She has come in, Sid, last in every single election. (laughs) You start out in Iowa, last place. New Hampshire, last place. She lost to none of these candidates in Nevada. Wasn't even in the caucus where you actually get the delegates, right? And now, as you said, we are just over a week away from the primary in South Carolina. This is her home state. She is facing a huge embarrassment by losing in her home state. Heck, even Kamala Harris, for as as off the charts crazy, and and there's so many negative things I want to say about this woman, she did drop out before her home state of California, if you recall, when she was running for president. So she could at least save herself that embarrassment. I only can assume that the calculus at this point for Nikki Haley is that she is banking on the least democratic thing possible happening. And one of these crazy indictments, one of these outrageous, un-American, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, unconstitutional indictments of Donald Trump hits, and it prevents him from running for president. Oop, in swoops Nikki Haley. Any person who is not calling this out for exactly what it is and pushing back hard on the Department of Justice being weaponized against a political opponent has absolutely no space running for president of the United States. It's time for Nikki Haley to drop out of this race. Agreed. Oh, damn, your father-in-law, I thought he was going to sit in the car and listen to his daughter-in-law and his buddy here, but he just walked into court in New York to actually talk to him right now, <laughs> looking sharp with his uh, red tie and his blue suit, and um, he is speaking to the press. Literally just walked into the court moments ago, and as I mentioned when you were coming on, Lara, it's a big day in that New York and Georgia, both hearings going on today, and And again, you know, you talked about it. Nothing is stopping Donald Trump from running. Nothing is stopping Donald Trump from eviscerating, not even winning, just just murdering the rest of this Republican field. And I feel the same way about Biden come November. So he's got a busy day in court today, two different cases in two different states. But it doesn't seem like it's derailing him. But 
Is that where his mind is most of today? Well, I mean, look, he's this is a guy who obviously can can do a lot. He does more than than any human being, quite frankly, on the planet. And it really is why I feel like he was made for such a time as this. I really don't know any other person who could deal with all of this craziness and still keep his eye on the prize. I mean, you know, he he's fighting, as you said, court cases completely unjustly, just complete, I mean, weaponization of, of our judicial system against him for political reasons. It's absolutely insane. His mind, I'm sure, is on that today, but he simultaneously is looking at this country and looking at the world right now. And he understands, I think, what is at stake. Anybody else said would have bowed out of this thing and been like, it's too much. I can't do all of this. They're trying to take down not only me as, as a candidate, they're trying to take down a business that I spent my entire life building. They're trying to take down my family alongside of me. But he understands, I think, what is at stake right now, because I, I, I say it every time I come on. I said it earlier, but we honestly cannot. It, it, it's almost unimaginable to see the things that have occurred in only three years. I mean, the first six months of Joe Biden's presidency was a disaster enough, but we cannot have an open border. You can't have wars breaking out, out around the world. You cannot have a weak leader at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue because that makes the rest of the world very unstable, very dangerous. It puts us at risk here at home. We know that we've had millions of people pouring over that southern border. Last fiscal year, 169 on the terror watch list. People can't afford day-to-day their current quality of life. I mean, it's very basic. People look around, and you you use the old Ronald Reagan. Are you better off now than you were even three years ago? The answer is no for people. And I think my father-in-law understands he's the only person who can do what is needed to bring this country back, to restabilize the world, and get things moving in the right direction. That's why he's staying in this fight, and that's why despite the crazy stuff going on in New York, Georgia, D.C., Florida, all over the place. He's focused on winning on November 5th, and I believe he will. This is unbelievable, what you just said, because I'm wearing a sweatshirt today for the Rockaway Republican Club, which is in Queens. You know New York very well. And um, the back of the sweatshirt has the exact Ronald Reagan quote. Oh. How weird is that, Lara? It literally has the the Ronald Reagan quote. So your father is uh, talking about New York, and you used to live here too. You all moved out of here. You're all very happy in South Florida. He said, "I lived here. It did. It, it's so dirty and crime ridden, and they should be concentrating on that and leaving me alone." He's right about that. But just to show you how unfair this whole thing is, your father-in-law's got documents at Mar-a-Lago. He's the president. He can declassify those and they indict him. This guy, Biden's got documents everywhere. He's got him in a garage. He's got him in, in uh, Delaware. He's got him in some uh, in, so, in Chinatown somewhere else. And they tell us he's just an old, doddering man who didn't know. Are you furious that they're not holding Joe Biden to the same legal standard they're holding your father-in-law to? Well, and it's even worse than that because don't forget, Sid, Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, when he took these classified documents, he had no ability. You just pointed out Donald Trump did because he was president. Joe Biden had no ability to declassify any of these documents. They were still classified when he took them, still classified when they went in by the the Corvette in the garage, still classified when they were at UPenn and the Chinese-built center there. 
Those were classified documents he had absolutely no right to take. And the fact that the Department of Justice is telling us we won't charge this guy because his mental acuity and soundness is not such that we think he even had any idea what he was doing. Excuse me. He's the president of the United States of America. And running again. And running again. Gosh, it is unbelievable. Sid, if you wrote this stuff into a movie and tried to sell it to people 10 years ago, they would be like, there's no chance. And it's real life and it's happening now. Yeah, I'm serious about it. And every American ought to be, too. There is such a double standard. It's not even a double standard. You can't even call it that because it's so outrageous. And don't forget He's the president of the United States. I don't even know what to say. I just want to go back to sleep. (laughs) President of the United States, who, again, is running again. He's too old. He's lost his mind. He's going to be 82. He's the oldest 82 ever. I mean, your father-in-law, he's 78. He could be 50. This guy's going to be 86 years old if, God forbid, he wins. God forbid, at the end of his second term, it's a complete joke. But he's not going to because your father-in-law is going to win. And you, my friend, Larry Trump... You guys, you and Watley, you're going to be selected, too. So uh, I'm excited about your father-in-law being president, you being the co-chair of the RNC, because two Trumps are better than one. And uh, we need the Trump family to restore America to its proper place in the world. And stop and say nice things about Bibi, my friend Bibi. I just got back from Israel, instead of these louses that run the country now. Well, I appreciate that very much. There's nothing that the, the liberal media loves. Uh, as much as two Trumps out there on the front line, we know that they're going to get a double dose coming up soon. Love it. And listen, it's, it, it's, it's our entire family. You know that we're in this fight. Uh, and we got to go hard as a country. If you love America, now is the time we stand up. Now is the time we fight. We don't get another United States of America if we lose this one. It's on all of us, so let's go towards November 5th. Really that simple. Happy Valentine's Day. Love to you and Eric, and I look forward to doing this again very, very soon. You're always amazing, Larry Trump. Thank you so much. You're the greatest, Sid. Thank you. Thank you. That's my friend Larry Trump right there. Hopefully the uh, next RNC co-chair.